93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. This city is my city, and I love it, yeah, I love it. Get ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome to the CEO Roundtable Show. Glad that you have joined us this week. And we got a very special guest in the studio that I've been excited to, to talk with for quite some time. Uh, this is a guy that I knew before he was famous. And so anyway, I am really pleased to welcome Alan, Alex uh, Dimsack into the studio. Uh, best-selling author, uh, speaker, and uh, a former Mizzou quarterback. How about that? Fred, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm actually a big fan of your show. So whenever well, I'm in town on Saturday mornings, well, I'm listening cool. to one radio station. Well, that's awesome. And, uh, I, it's honored to be here. I appreciate you saying that. You know, it's really, um, you have accomplished something pretty, pretty impressive. And, and I, I want to talk about some of those things during the show. But uh, you've got a, a new book out uh, that is doing extremely well on the New York Times uh, bestseller list. And uh, you have co-authored it with a guy named John Gordon, uh, who is by far my favorite um, uh Author, I, I called my wife who works here at the the, uh, the studios here at the magazine, and I said, "Hey, would you pull together all my John Gordon books because I want to show Alex how many I have?" And she went to look, and she goes, "You took all those off my shelf and hid them somewhere." So anyway, <laughs> I uh, but anyway, I, I'm a huge fan of John Gordon, and uh, but tell our listeners a little bit about your background. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Naperville, Illinois. Oh yeah, and uh, great area. My parents still live in Downers Grove. And then when I was in seventh grade, we moved to Springfield, Illinois. So I went from you know Chicago suburbs to yeah. cornfields of Springfield, Illinois, yeah. and then walked on to Mizzou. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Costello was the backup quarterback. I met him at a camp, and he's like, "Hey." Blaine Gabbert's going to the NFL and his younger brother's transferring. So we have like three quarterbacks. And so this is a good time. And so I walked on and um, have lived in Columbia ever since college and wow. now married to my wife, Erin. We have a one and a half year old named Kennedy and yeah. uh, just love living in Columbia. Very cool. Uh, it's, a, uh, it, it's a great story. Um, I You were a walk-on quarterback at Mizzou and that was uh, that was under the, the of Coach Pinkle. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've had a fun time with under Coach Pinkle and, and that entire staff. So, yeah. so now I'm just a washed up fan though. So I just go <laughs> and enjoy the games. So. Well, you, it looks like you're keeping pretty busy. Um, one of the things that uh, you know, it sort of intrigues me is this relationship that you have built over the years with John Gordon. And uh, tell people, uh, well, first of all, tell people who John Gordon is that may not know. I would imagine that most of the business people who are listening to this program probably have at least one or two John Gordon books on their bookshelf uh, because he is a, a tremendous author. But uh, tell people who John Gordon is, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of your listeners do know, are familiar with his books if they don't know his name, but he has you know the Energy Bus, The Power of Positive Leadership. He's the author of 20, well, actually 26 books now. This book that we just wrote together says 26. Mm -hmm. Many yeah. of those are bestsellers. And he's just been at it for about 20 years. He played lacrosse at Cornell, had a really good career, and owned a few Moe's restaurants and then ended oh. up selling them one day and said, you know what, I feel like I'm called to go into writing and speaking. And he started just doing that. Mm. And so what's cool is he he was mentored by uh, Ken Blanchard. Yeah. And then for the last six years, I've been mentored by John. And so I kind of say Ken Blanchard is like my grandpa, <laughs> even though I've never met him. So uh, yeah, it's been yeah. just a true honor. And John, when you think about people who in the leadership space, sports leadership, the business marketplace. I mean, there's 
there's no one better than John as far as uh, the speaking engagements, the the courses, all the books that he's doing. It's it's pretty amazing. And so I've just been like a sponge. He he spoke at Mizzou when I was on the on the team, and uh-huh. that's how how we got connected. And I just sent him an email after an event and said, "Hey, I love what you're doing. Your book has really helped you know helped me in a lot of ways." And we just kept in touch. And wow. now, it, which book was that? The, what was the first one you read? It was actually the Energy Bus. Okay, so I love that. Book. When I was a yeah, great book. Yeah. I was on the team, and Michael Gotis, one of my teammates from mm-hmm. here in town, he actually gave me a copy. He's like, Alex, you got to read this. Read the book, and I read it in a day. Mm-hmm. And so then reached out to John, just talked to him a little bit, and then he came to an event at Mizzou. So we connected, and I just started working for him for free. I would just start doing sales, um, anything that I could do to add value. And I just said, mm-hmm. I want to be around this guy, even though he he lives in Florida. And uh, just tried to add value, and that was you know six yeah. years ago, and um, just been part of his core leadership team, and uh, you know he'd be a great Como uh, Como conference guy yeah. to, to come oh, speak absolutely. in Columbia. I, we need to get I, him I here. Would, I would love to have him here, and and uh, uh, you know it, it's interesting because uh, I know Veterans United has brought him in. I think or yeah. they've had some contact with him, yep. and, and you were part of that. I'm sure that uh, yeah. to, to make that happen. But uh, so tell me, go back to how you met John. I mean, so you you met him in school, and so you volunteered for him, uh, which you know sounds like one of his books. You know, what I mean, you really took all the risk, and and uh, you decided that hey, I'm not entitled to anything. I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, brush with greatness here and learn something from this guy, uh, which, you know, is really something that uh, uh, this generation would really, this new generation, latest generation would really benefit from. But uh, you don't see a lot of that kind of activity. But uh, what uh, what led to you deciding that uh, you could write a book together? Yeah, well, we're actually in 2019. We're at one of his leadership conferences in California, mm-hmm. and we're sitting here at a, at a table. And literally at this table, it's Roma Downey, the star from Touch by an Angel. Yeah. It's Daniel Jeremiah from NFL Network, mm-hmm. John Gordon, uh, the pitcher for the Cardinals. What was his name? Um, it'll come to me, Jamie yeah. Garcia, uh-huh. and then me. And I'm sitting at this table going, Why am I here? Yeah. How am I here? You know, it wasn't supposed to be there, but. Yeah. But John leans over and he says, Alex, what's the next book that you're working on? And so that's when we started talking about the sale. And and so essentially we just started collaborating on that. But mm-hmm. I guess to go back to the beginning of that relationship, it was kind of taking a risk of saying, I see what he's doing mm-hmm. and I see what I'm doing now. I was in sales at the time and you know enjoyed my job. But I said, man, 20 years from now, I want to be doing what this guy's doing. Yeah. And he's having having such a great impact. And, and obviously, you have to start somewhere. And I said, John, I'll do anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. I don't care if I'm answering your LinkedIn requests or I'm sending out cold outbound emails. I'll do it. Yeah. And, and so I think we both kind of built this trust and um, in our working relationship and me learning from him. And it's just really cool to see full circle that now this book is about yeah. trust and integrity. Yeah. And so um, it's just been so cool to do this book with him and just a guy that took a chance on me as a 29 year old i mean he he gets requests every day Mm -hmm. um and so it's a true honor for me to to kind of steward the story well and as i go around and speak and um yeah i think so you're 29 right now 29 okay and so you really kind of started this back when you were in college 22 23 years old yeah yeah Yeah, i was 23 when he started mentoring me yep yeah wow that's great and and i think that I think today, if somebody walked up to me and said, hey, I'll do anything. I just want to learn the business. I'll work for free. I, that person would be immediately promoted uh, to, you know, destiny and beyond in, in my book. You know, it just it doesn't happen very often. And um, here's what's kind of interesting is people have as this book has has been out for um, a few weeks. Uh, people. It's funny. 
uh, people are saying that this is John Gordon's best book. <laughs> That's got to be a little humbling. Yeah, it's super humbling. And I don't know, you know, maybe those people are, are exaggerating. I don't know. But uh, it, it's in, in writing the book, we try, you know, he has 25 other books. So it was kind of yeah. a daunting task of like, wow, we want to maintain his voice, his his storytelling ability, because all of his books are fables, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. Yeah. They're all, you know, and the cool thing is, is you can read these books in a flight or you can read it in a day or two yeah. and that's the coolest thing to get text messages and whatever people reaching out saying hey i not only got your book but i, I read it in a day and i loved it yeah. and that and i just didn't expect yeah. that because sometimes if you write a 400 page book people maybe won't take the time to read it and so yeah. that's been why i think his books have done so well is yeah. because they're digestible business leaders can love them and use them for their teams yeah and, um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, uh, Patrick Lencioni is another uh, of my favorite authors, and and he and John Gordon both write in in the the, the structure of a fable, and uh, so it, it's basically you know the fable is a um, it, it's a made up story with really significant real life meetings, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, and if you want, I can tell a little about the story. Yeah, please yeah. do. Absolutely. Yeah, so the story, the sale, our newest book is about a guy named Matt who's in the aviation sales industry. And he's a guy that's running at a, at a high pace in life. He's having success. He has all, the, all these big financial goals. He wants to be financially free by the time he's 35. And he's having success at work, but it's coming at a cost. Mm-hmm. And it's coming at a cost to the people closest to him, his family. And he gets the chance at work to make the sale of a lifetime. And this sale would bring him $7 million. And Fred, I don't know about you, but that's, I mean that's that's a lot of money to me. Yeah, that's some walking around money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So seven million dollars he could yeah. get for making this commission, but the problem is to make the sale, he has to lack integrity. Mm-hmm. And so he meets this mentor named Randy, who's actually a real life mentor of mine in in Springfield, Illinois, uh, in real life. And Randy teaches him these principles about integrity that that kind of changed his his worldview. And I can't. I can't tell your listeners the ending of the story. Right, we got we got to keep yeah, them on a absolutely. clip here. Yeah, but it's really cool to see the transformation of the main character Matt and see man these these principles about in char- about character and integrity and, and building trust they actually work yeah. in the business setting. And Matt's daughter's name's Kennedy, like your like your daughter, right? And, yep. and uh, there's a grandpa in the story, and there's and, and so you 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 really have uh, sort of flushed out this whole. Uh, plot complete with characters and so it makes it just a really enjoyable read and and um i i tell you in the in the past uh, i took john gordon had a book called the seed yes and uh i have been leading a a men's bible study group for uh about 12 years now and we decided to take the seed and turn it into a bible study oh that's and, awesome and so the the meaning uh, and i don't you know john is not a a, a christian writer uh, maybe he's a christian but he doesn't really write about christian topics but but uh, the the value and the message that came out of that story was so powerful that it made for a great Bible study. And, um, I, you know, I, I, the books are so enjoyable to read because, uh, you know, if I'm reading a, a, a dry topic and even reading something that uh, is uh, nonfiction, uh, my mind tends to wander while I'm reading. These storylines keep you captivated. And that's why we wanted to do it. And that's why his books are so successful because mm-hmm. they're 150 pages and something that you can actually finish. And, you know, our hope is that the CEO of an organization or a, a entry level employee can take a few things from the book and say, wow, like I, I'm going to be introspective about my life. And yeah. so 
So that's what's been really fun is just traveling all over the place. I was speaking to the Space Force the other day and, <laughs> and sharing principles from the book. And so, wow. I mean, talk about some, there were some smart guys. Those guys know yeah. how, to, how to hack your computer system, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. So, but uh, that that's, was pretty cool. That's great. So when you, um, so what, what did the process for this look like? Uh, how long did it take you to kind of piece this story together? Yeah, so we had the pandemic and then John was releasing another one of his books, Stick Together, so we kind of had to wait. So I would say probably the entire process, I mean, the writing portion didn't take that long. Mm -hmm. And it was really just the waiting on the publisher, things like that. So in total, uh, we probably knew it was coming for about a year, but it it didn't take quite that long at all to write the actual story. Um, But it it is interesting in these kinds of storylines, like, you know, you're not just writing five principles to make money. You know, you have to make sure that the beginning of the story, the ending, the, yeah. it all ties together with the yeah. details. And so, yeah. man, there was a lot of going back and making sure that it fit and it, and it yeah. worked. But So did you kind of just create this imaginary family uh, and kind of live with them for a year to sort of uh, to tell the story? I mean, how did, how did that work for you? Yeah, so I was actually running and uh-huh. here in Columbia. Well, here, backstory, I would, I would work a lot at Barnes & Noble, and I would just kind of put... Columbia Barnes and Noble, shout out to them. I would put in my headphones and just work on books. You know, back when I first started working for yeah. for John, he, I, I one day I was in Barnes and Noble. I put out like seven of his books on a table, yeah. and no one knew I was doing this. John didn't tell me to do this, but I, I put out these books, and I remember just looking at the front cover, the the interior, like how he starts his paragraphs, yeah. and I just started going to town and just writing. And what Fred, what's so cool is now a few years later, I had my first ever book signing. At that Columbia yeah. Barnes and Noble, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, yeah that's so pretty cool. It, it was just so cool to yeah. just to think like you know you never know you know how God will use the story and, and the book, but it's just crazy to think that you just sit down and say, man, what's it? And and it was so collaborative. You know, yeah. John with his magical touch, we would we'd go back and forth, and he'd say, hey, change this, and so it worked out so well, and it was just a really fun process. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty amazing to to uh, get to have that experience. Um, so tell us how sales are going. I mean, what what is it? What uh, what are your barometers for success? I mean, it's going great. I think a lot of uh, speakers and authors, I mean, a lot of, you know, as far as your business, as far as what you do comes from speaking, yeah. you know, and being able to leverage the book yeah. uh, and speaking engagements and workshops. You yeah. know, I know I've done done work here before and things like that. Yeah. So um, that's that's a big part of it. But I, yeah, I mean, we hit the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list. We were up there with, like you said, Lencioni was on the list, Jocko Willink and his book, Brene Brown. So all these people who I'm like, man, I don't, I don't deserve to be on this list. You know, people I, <laughs> yeah, I look up that's to. That's got to be intimidating. Very intimidating, yeah. but very, very cool to see it on there. And what's yeah. funny is, so I was actually at this speaking event in Iowa a few weeks ago. It was actually the same weekend you guys had the leadership event. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking and... I get a text that uh, from one of our marketing guys. He says, "Alex, congrats! You're you're a Wall Street Journal bestseller." And I get this text, <laughs> and I'm working out in the gym, so I was feeling good. And I'm yeah. like, "Oh, this is pretty cool, cool." And I had six talks that day to the school district, and I had wow. one last talk this that this night. And I'm getting this text. I'm thinking, okay, I'm about to do my last talk tonight. It's this family. It was like for the school was putting it on. It was like this family night, mm-hmm. and uh, and they said. Um, your talk's at six o'clock, so I'm feeling good. Going to this talk, I'm thinking, you know what? People are going to want to hear from a Wall Street Journal bestseller. Like, who wouldn't, right? <laughs> and I, Fred, I kid you not, I walk into this room after doing these four talks that day, and there was one kid in the room that night. Wow. Yeah. It, and so, you know, again, they probably didn't advertise it as well as they could have. But, yeah. but I think what I learned in that moment, and I just kind of heard God say it to me. It's like, who are you? to look past this one person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the So he got the full show. He got he else. He got a signed copy as well. <laughs> and so it, it was awesome. The superintendents loved how it all ended up, but yeah. I think that's the message I took from that is 
I can't worry about the audience size. Yeah. I just need to you know, go where I'm called and, and yeah. just be open. And sometimes when we visualize success, it's not often what it really turns out to look like. So we are visiting with Alex Dimtak, who is a best-selling author of the book called The Sale. He co-authored it with uh, John Gordon, uh, uh, just a fabulous business author and, and uh, well-known. And uh, Alex is based right here in Columbia, former Mizzou quarterback and great motivational speaker. So we're going to come back and, and continue our conversation with Alex after this break. You're listening to the CEO Roundtable on 93.9 The Eagle. The people too, I mess around.